Welcome to Estimates, the official booster podcast of the U.S. Census, and now the main tool for tracking data in the age of coronavirus. We bring you the numbers behind the numbers, the back of a napkin methodology you can only see behind the scenes. I'm your host, Joe Hawthorne, joined by our senior Connecticut correspondent, Millie Donnelly. How are you doing, Millie? Oh my gosh, well, thanks for asking. I'm doing really well. How are you doing? I'm doing okay. Now, is it true that you're not in Connecticut anymore? It is true um, because I wanted to really delve into coronavirus. I did plant myself in New York City, but I am originally Connecticut born and raised. Not born, but raised. So really, where were you born? I was born in England. Um, Are you so born really that? all over the place here. Wow. Um, okay, but wait. right how, now how in I... New York. <laughs> Do you, can you tell us, um, and it, it's totally understandable if you're not allowed to reveal this information as a foreign national. But <laughs> I know, I'm an immigrant. <laughs> can you tell us um, how they do the census in the UK, in England, do you say? In England, yeah. London? Um, I suppose London, Twickenham, it's the same oh, okay. thing. Yeah, yeah, same I mean, thing. I truthfully don't know. I don't keep up with the politics of Britain, but I would suppose that they actually go door to door. Um, that seems like the way, just knowing British people, like I feel like there would totally be someone who knocks at your door being like, how many people live here? And how, how many doors do you have in your house? And they're like, as many doors. And then they, like, they leave, go on to the next one. Those are the two main questions in the UK? Two main questions, yeah. I mean, there's not, it's a very boring country. There's not much I, I would have expected you know? um, they'd ask about dogs too, but. That's... Dogs, I mean, it's like either you have a dog or you don't in England. And you can't have a, have a dog without having doors. So. At, at certain points, yeah. By the nature. Well, they would just, they'd, they'd leave. They'd walk out the, they would leave. Walk out the or or they would be confined so it's like either way there right. has to be a door yeah but the Absolutely. across the across the pond the english are known for their love of blocking entrances through doorways I, it's well this is why they asked the question joe you know because do you have a doorway you can block they got to make sure everyone does <laughs> right right there's got to <laughs> be at least more. one you're if you have more, that's great. Yes, exactly. How many avenues of travel can you stop? So then, you know, I don't want to get too personal, but no, is is that the reason <laughs> that your family moved to the U.S. is they wanted more freedom more, to more doors? They they wanted yeah door. Oh, they wanted more doors. They wanted they wanted the right yeah. to not be uh, bothered My by house... having twenty doors. No, yeah, well, no, like in England, we had like three or four doors. And then like in America, we have at least six or seven, you know. You know, Millie, the truth is. I think I could never count it in my house. I have no idea. This does feel like a, a bit of a Monty Python bit. So I think it's time we move on and get to the actual numbers here. Great. So, okay, perfect. Last week, I was talking to my friend, uh, Hamilton Sands, and a very British name. And he and I figured that in Athens, Georgia, this year, there will be about 35 to 45,000 people to have their first sexual experience. Probably, oh, first sexual experience online. Online, okay. Online, yeah, yeah. Um, 
it's questionable how we got to that logic because <laughs> there's only 127,000 people in Athens, Georgia, which is also a bit more than we thought. So I'm not sure how we convinced each other that that many people would have a first sexual experience. But I did find Online. some interesting information. Right, right. About, okay. about a third of the city will be having their first sexual experience this year. Um, but I did find some interesting information that for many people, phone, video conferencing, intimacy is up. According to Justin LaMiller, a research fellow at Kinsey Institute and the author of a book called Tell Me What You Want, about one in five people have already reported a new addition to their sex life during the coronavirus. So, assuming that's mostly going to be people who are doing video conferencing or phone sex, there probably will be thousands of people trying something new in Athens, Georgia. True. Okay. To say 30 to 40,000 may be a bit much, but the thousands I think we were correct on. The idea that it's thousands is right. Other than that, oh, for I, sure. don't, I don't want to speak too much to it. Although it is interesting, Athens is a bigger place than either of us thought. Do you have any, uh, do you have any judgment for us? What do I think? I think that, first and foremost, how do you quantify a first sexual experience? We were is thinking, it, oh, yeah, go ahead. Well, I mean, like, are you talking, like, full-on, like, you're finishing? Or is it, like, you're just, like, doing something sexual? whatever feels sexual to you at the time you know what I mean like how do you even quantify that so if you're you if you're using like someone's gonna like have sex over the computer I would say like maybe in like the 20,000s 30,000s but if we're saying like people are gonna like use porn for the first in Georgia porn for the first time use like phone sex for the first time because like they're such a closed off tight butthole people I would say like 80,000. Like, yeah, that's really the, the question I guess we were getting at is, you know, how many people are, are were loosey-goosey in Athens to begin with? Yeah, how like people? how many people are like loosening up who are like, oh, like God can't see, God can't see my search history. Like, right? Like, I don't know. <laughs> He's too busy. <laughs> He's too busy. He's fucking coronavirus. Do you know how many? Okay, I'm. But seriously, like, he's not looking at your search history. Like, come on. Well, okay, um, so you know the my take that, on it. <laughs> the I guess thinking backwards, the thought that we had was that there were definitely people who were already loosey goosey, and then there were a lot For of people sure. who you know um, might not had any sexual experience, might not have thought about it, it might have been like. I'm 15, but I'm going to wait until I'm, you know, 18 or whatever else. Right. A lot yeah. of teens. Um, but what we kind of thought is that with all the frustration of being at home and only being with your family all the time and like worrying mm. about like death, worrying about sickness, that people would want to unwind more and they'd miss their maybe significant others or they'd start yeah. chatting with people online. You know, they might be chatting. Oh, with, are you saying like meeting someone online? No, no, no. It has to, be, like, it has okay. to be sexual in nature. So, okay. It, it can be yeah, like, no, 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 no. I'm saying, but like doing a first date and you're like, oh, let's like online. 
it can be like phone sex. It can yeah, be like but it's like stuff. the first time that you are like connecting with this person sexually is not physically. It's over the internet. Well, I think, you know, to, to be even more specific and more ambitious, okay. the question okay. was how Let's many people... Well, we <laughs> I don't want to get really too into this. This isn't our question, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so this question. But so I'm like curious now. I really am like barriers breaking. Like, what is the answer to this question? What is this right. question? Okay, so that's that's the first, the best question to ask. The question. Uh, by the way, I'm gonna throw a Hamilton under the bus. He asked it. Wait, have you not even said the question yet? This was well. This was from last week. Okay, thank God. I'm so sorry. Okay. I'm so sorry. Can please continue? Okay, so the question that Hamilton asked me was, <laughs> how many people in Athens, Georgia, will have their first ever sexual experience? And it'll be online during the coronavirus. So they like, they haven't done anything. I mean, maybe besides like, I think, oh no, no, first sexual experience okay. with a partner. So not masturbating. Okay. So something okay. that's with a partner, be it phone sex, like video conferencing sex, um, yeah, or some VR, but like with a partner for the first time mm-hmm. during the coronavirus. Mm-hmm. So we figured a lot of teens that a lot of teens, yeah, that was the first demographic I went right. to. Not babies, no babies, no um, babies, Mm-mm. and you know, a so fair safe. amount of adults. The safest sex is online. Come on, let's I... get with it. <laughs> the safest sex is no sex, but moving well, on yeah um sure. so so that is the question and i'm gonna let it float because this isn't the topic of our conversation today mm-hmm. our conversation is totally different the other question which i found to be even harder to answer is how many people in madison wisconsin will wipe their butt with a sponge this year and we estimated between 11 to 15,000 people i have no idea how to answer this because i know how to even start researching this the only things i could find are that there's 260 people in madison which is more than we thought there's 424 cases of coronavirus in madison that are confirmed and a thousand hospital beds other than that i'm really not sure where to begin i assume some of those people in those hospital beds had to be sponged i assume more will have to be in the future but that question if you have a methodology for that you let me know i am opening that up so let's go on to our actual questions today. Okay. Millie, do you want to try out one of your questions? Yeah, let's try out one of my questions. Okay, so what I'm going to do so is- We I'm might have you... to workshop it a little bit. <laughs> okay, I'm going to give you a location. Mm, okay. okay. And then you can give me the question uh, based off that. So your location is going to be, since you're our Connecticut correspondent, Greenwich, Connecticut. Oh, cute. Okay. Um. All right, so- how many households in Greenwich, Connecticut have limited edition Beanie Babies in the household? It could be one okay. or it could be a collection, but how many households in Greenwich, Connecticut have them? That question works. Is that the qu- that, 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 that's your question? Or are you asking that me? That is one of my, this is one of my questions. Okay. So I have babies. like 16 of them. So, do do you like that question? Or do you want to try a different one? Can I try a different how, one? How, how it fits in your mouth? How plays? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Cool. 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 Um. Okay. This one's like a good one. Um. Okay. Still Greenwich. Okay. Again, it's still in Greenwich. Okay. Yeah. This is better. Um. 
So like how many people in Greenwich, Connecticut own Himalayan salt lamps? And then sub question, oh, how, many, how many people in Greenwich, Connecticut have at one point licked those salt lamps? Oh, and wow. this doesn't come from a personal place. Um, it, I know that I would be counted as one person in this census, but. Okay, great. So we're at one so far for both. We're at one so far. Um, but it's hard to, to really think now, about. Now, let me ask you something, <laughs> Millie, since you're, you're an expert on this. Um, first of all, how big do you think Greenwich is? How many people do you think are in Greenwich? I want to say like there were like three thousand people in my high school. Ooh, like it's got to be like seventy-five thousand, a hundred thousand people, at so least. Should we say? Oh, so at least. So should we start at a hundred thousand? Yeah. Can I Google it? Am I allowed to? No, Google no, that? no. You can't Google it. No. no really? No. This is, then okay. We do this in person. This is how the census is done. No. Okay. All right. I'll roll with it because I don't actually know how the census is done. So I believe you. That's why we're, that's why we're practicing here because they can't count them now. So it's up to us. So there's a hundred thousand people cool. in Greenwich, Connecticut, approximately. If you remember okay. any more, we can add them on. And yeah. how many people now when you say people that have um, owned and then licked salt lamps, I guess the licking part is pretty obvious, but owned if you're, if you are in a household with like, your parents, and one mm -hmm. person buys a salt lamp. Do you all own it or just the person who bought it? I would argue just the person, not the person who bought it, but the person whose room it is in, unless it's in a family space, in which case I would argue that everyone owns it. Interesting. Okay. So for example, in your household, how many salt lamps were there? In my household, at one point, there were two, but for the majority of the time, there was only one. What room was it in? It was in my room, and it was oh. my salt lamp. It was a gift, oh. however, from oh. my school. Yeah. Your school? They gave <laughs> Yeah. I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> well, it was from, like, the um, writer's house at my school. We did, like, a event, and they, we, like, bought salt lamps, and then, like, everyone who worked on it got one. It felt like oh, a trophy. From college? From college, yeah. Okay, I was wondering if you're oh, not from my high school. No. <laughs> it's, I just like took it from like the, the lounge one day. It's like this is sick. Well, I was no, thinking more it, like it took me a while um, to get it. Okay, okay, great. Um, and this is we're talking about 2020, so it's still now. It's in your apartment, or it's still in that Connecticut room. It's in my apartment. It's actually right here. I'm looking at it. It's kind of looking at me too. Mm. And this is an interesting question. If someone is living in Connecticut um, for part of 2020 and they move. Now, have you filled out the census yet? I have not filled out the census. Um, okay. I do consider myself to be a floater at this point, And I don't think I deserve to be counted in New York City nor in Greenwich. Well, Millie, where are you going to be counted then? Um, I don't know. Wow. I guess I won't be. No, you when... have to be. <laughs> It's your, ah! it's your civic duty. Voting's my civic duty. Okay, this is a follow-up civic duty. Okay. Well, well Millie, two. Millie, Millie, where are you going to vote? Connecticut. Okay, then you should register the Fill census. Fill out the census in Connecticut. in Connecticut. 
Yeah. And you can do this online. You can say like my address is, um, well, you should look. I'm not going to give out my address on this podcast. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm no, like, no, nice no. try, but. <laughs> <laughs> and your bank information is also needed and the amount of doors in your house. Well, Millie, here's oh. the thing. You should ask your parents <laughs> if they fill up the if census they and if the they census. included you as a person in their household on it already. And if not, then make sure to census yourself in there. But they're not okay, going to, sense. they're not asking for personal, we're not asking for personal information. We, the census, just need to know what state everyone is in so you get the money you deserve. So whatever state, basically think about it like this. Whatever state you want to have more money is the state that you should register the census in. Okay, cool. That Which makes state a lot is of that? sense. Um, I would say New York. Ooh, wow. Yeah, you really I are think, a floater. Yeah, I am. I really am loyal to New York. I, I, but Connecticut is great. Um, I, there are so many people who go to Connecticut and they tell me how great it is. And I say, yeah, I live there. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> speaking of which, we're already 20 minutes in. Let's get back to the question at hand. Okay. I'm sorry. So, I'm like so distracted all the time. Okay. Um, let's get so, back to the Himalayan salt lamp question. Right. So how many people, how do we measure this? You know, like do old people own salt lamps more? Young people? What are we thinking? Young here? people, like teenagers or Is maybe college really? age. Yeah, for sure. Okay. It's like the trendy thing. People who like lamps, people who like aesthetics, maybe interior designers. Would they have wireless salt lamps. A majority of teens own salt lamps in Connecticut? A majority of teens. Mm. That's a really tough one because I'm thinking of my high school experience and like, I didn't know anyone who owned salt lamps, but I think it's very much a new generation thing. Yeah, that Greenwich was years is ago. pretty hip. I know. Greenwich is pretty like w cool and they're like a lot of cool young kids. I would say probably most teenagers own salt lamps in Greenwich, most Connecticut. Okay, and it probably goes up year At least by year. Because, you know, like, 14-year-olds have more money than 13-year-olds, and, and on and on. Yeah, they can buy, like, two if they wanted. But also, it's like you have, you have one, and that's enough. You know, like, you don't need more. Well, one. right. We're also, we're not counting, like, we don't ask people in the census, you know, do you have more than two hands? Like, <laughs> if you have one Himalayan salt lamp, that's enough. We're, you know, it doesn't count if you have more than one. So each person that owns a Himalayan salt lamp. Now, is it, I assume most of these teens are very um, protective of their own salt lamps. So they keep them in their rooms. It wouldn't count for the rest of their household. But do you think there are other cool people in Connecticut? Like you said, interior designers, maybe like a cool dad that owns salt lamps. What's the margin there? <laughs> for sure. I could definitely see some cool dads in Greenwich, like older musicians. I actually have two people I went to high school with their dads were cool like older musicians and I see them old, old like owning a salt lamp and you know, I'm not hesitating here I do believe that so I'm gonna throw the cool dads in I'm gonna make it like 20,000 households in Connecticut have at least one salt lamp okay all right um and yeah. so, wait so there, there are 100,000 households in Connecticut are we saying that's what I'm thinking in Connecticut or sorry, not Connecticut. No, Greenwich, way more Connecticut. Connecticut. I know Connecticut is the, the bread basket of New England. It is? I know so that. they say. Yeah. I love the, bread. The southern bread basket. The, the Texas of, of New England. 
oh yeah stanford is the dallas of stan vegas (laughs) (laughs) if if anyone yeah you'll you get it if you know you know but (laughs) if you know you know a hundred thousand households we'll we'll say we'll go to households Households, sure. And 20,000 because there's a bunch of teens and the cool dads are making up the other numbers there. Yeah, absolutely. It's one of those things where like cool dad gets us all in for his teenage daughter, thinks she'll really like it because he's like, oh, she's so cool. Like, we'll love this. And then like, she doesn't really like it. She never takes out of the box. She's like, thanks for the salt lamp. What? And it sits like... So then he takes it. (laughs) Okay. So that might have happened like one time, you know. I think you're underestimating the amount of teens that don't care about salt lamps. I I know. I'm so confident. I'm like, there's no way that like anyone would turn one down because they're the best. Um, People who are really vibey, who like have energy, get it. You asked a sub question too um, about licking the salt lamps and, and i feel like you know a lot of people who own a salt lamp someone's gonna lick it at some point but you wouldn't tell gotta lick it. why did you like yours i uh because it's exactly what i just said you gotta lick it um you have to test if it's really salt and the only way to effectively do that is to taste it did you uh take it out of the box and lick it was that how you're like <laughs> i need to know whether it's real or not I had it in my room for a couple months, honestly, and I just one day was like, I genuinely don't know if this is salt. But also, I just licked it to kind of like, I love salt, you know. It's like, what Did you lick it like? alone or with uh, people in case you got sick? Like alone, of course. Oh, I wouldn't get okay. sick right away. Is this, is this the but first time it, you're telling someone about this? I guess so. I'm not like, now I'm really embarrassed, but. <laughs> a lot of embarrassed. <laughs> It was salty, and then I knew that it was what it right. claimed to be. Mission accomplished. Mission accomplished. I was doing the Descartian method, if you will. I will. So Cartesian. Then, w- sorry. W- would you say <laughs> now? <laughs> I, I honestly, I honestly think that uh, a majority of people who own a salt lamp might have licked it because it's you know it's one of the few room items conversation pieces that is also edible you know you don't have too many mm. of those so that's so true unless you have like you know you could have a candy bowl but a salt lamp is different because it's a centerpiece it's a rock it's an object but it's also something you could like rub on meat to make it taste really good you know Very millie salt is the only rock that we can eat what yeah that's salt. Wow. I, I have a whole well, book about it. It's called Salt. Really cool. I would love to read all about salt. It's a mineral. Well, let me a tell you. A mineral is a rock. <laughs> yeah. Rocks cannot be eaten except for salt, which is also a mineral. Correct. Chalk is, you can't is eat chalk. a rock, but you could. You just wouldn't like it. Well, okay, you can swallow it's a pebble. It's soft enough. <laughs> You could swallow a pebble and not die and therefore eat, eat toilet it. paper. <laughs> I can drink a yeah. certain amount of bleach. Like these are all things I can't do. Yeah, but it's like uh, it's like 
you can't really swallow like if it's a really big rock you couldn't eat it you know you like you can't eat a really big piece of salt in one one swallow well yeah you're right like i couldn't just like eat my okay i would say that salt is the only rock that humans are publicly allowed to admit that they eat that your body processes that your body processes i don't for the record don't i don't eat chalk and i don't eat other rocks and i don't eat pebbles you guys like i'm just saying that some people might but i do eat dirt but i do eat dirt (laughs) it's just free free chocolate Um, sorry that's mud um so so i'm gonna say um you know I feel like you're going too low with the salt lamps. I would say a third of Greenwich owns a salt lamp or salt lamp adjacent. Like, I really think really? that you're, I, I think I you're underestimating. Good... I get a vibe from Connecticut and from Greenwich that it's like a lot of people who are like, you got to be in touch with your like inner goop. You got to like feel your it zen. Is. It's like a lot of yoga moms. Yeah, yep, a I'm lot of bored moms. Yoga moms. Mm-hmm. But, and you Absolutely. know, there's a good amount of money there. People have disposable income and they want to. You can buy a couple salt lamps. Like, yeah, you know, buy like a bunch. A room of buy salt Buy a bunch. Lamps. You can't have. It's good for you, actually. They ha- say that there are like healing properties. So I wouldn't be surprised you know what, if Billy? someone did have a salt lamp room in their house in Greenwich. You've convinced me. I'm going to go up to half of Connecticut, of Greenwich Okay, households have I'm going to bring lamps. it down to 40,000 households have at least one salt lamb. <laughs> okay, so you're Maybe bringing you're... it up too, though. I'm bringing it up for sure. Like, I've definitely convinced myself, but yeah, I, I'm setting at 40,000. If Greenwich even has 100,000 people, like, I don't even know. I think they have more than that, too. I think generally, um, and this is partially because Google overestimates things. But generally speaking, uh, you know, when when I look online, sorry, when I look on the official census data, <laughs> there's more, there's a higher population than we think. So I think if anything, we may be underestimating our numbers. But to um, go back to the salt licking, I would say a majority of people who own a salt lamp have tried to lick it. So for me, 25,001 people have tried to lick it. Why the one? A majority. Okay, 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 okay. I'm prices writing this. Okay. I I mean, I'm comfortable with saying that to be honest because I feel like it's safe to say that at least half of the people have because we're all human. We're all curious. We all love salt. We add salt to everything. A lot of people have Himalayan salt shakers in their house. We're also okay, this is something I will ask. Are we saying and this is my question, so I'm like throwing it out to you if you want to like edit the question. Um, how many, it's not the same person who owns the salt lamp that licked it. So it could be like a little brother, little sister is what I'm thinking. Oh, because like, okay. How many people in Connecticut have licked a salt lamp? Yeah, yeah, for yeah, sure. If anything, I yeah. might raise the number then. That's a really good right? point. I feel like because it's such a thing, like, because we're, we're counting. Whole households all households 95% even like even if you don't have a salt lamp in your household you've definitely like licked one okay let's even expand it further tasted a salt lamp because if you lick your finger and then lick the lamp and then lick your finger it's like you know it's salty well I gotta be honest I I gotta say like a hundred thousand households (laughs) all every person I am all in (laughs) yeah I'm still gonna say, you know, you've convinced me to go up to thirty thousand, but no more than that. Okay, so um, I am 
can I um text my friend who can I text my friends who live in Greenwich and see just like to gauge kind of like can you ask a friend I I guess so I've never heard right? of that on the show before but you know go for it we have about uh like seven eight minutes left of tops and okay. we're into a lightning round next so you gotta get a Oh, I'm very excited. Okay, so I'll I'll see if she responds. She's in quarantine in New York, of all places, but she's originally from Greenwich. Now I say, do you have a salt lamp? A salt lamp in a Himalayan salt lamp, excuse me. A Himalayan salt lamp in your house in CT. Let's see what she says, but there's no guarantee she'll reply. What's the lightning round? Okay, so did you want to ask another question? Do you feel like you have something that's uh? Because I can always ask my question to another person, but um, is there something else you want to really get off your chest? Like a question that I want to ask? Yeah. All my questions are honestly pretty silly. So I don't really know. <laughs> this is a very serious show. I know. Right, I'm like... Run one by run one or two by me if you want to test them out. See how they 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 sound. Okay. Let's see. This one is, do you live in a mobile home? And if unsure, could it become one? Could you move the place that you live in? Okay. Well, could you airlift it? So how many households in Greenwich, like homes in Greenwich are capable of being moved somewhere else, like actually picked up and moved somewhere else? Hmm. I would argue a lot just because a lot of the houses in Greenwich are like the piecemeal houses that are like put together. Like they come on trucks and they, you like put the house together that way. I think it's like gotta be 35,000. Out of a hundred thousand. Out of a hundred thousand. Yeah. So not like a majority. <gasps> oh my God. My friend said, LOL. Yes. Ha ha ha. Okay, all right, good, good to hear. So, so she's licked hers too. Oh, let me ask. <laughs> okay, well, so I'm thinking about your mobile home question, and we're still staying in Greenwich. This is a, a very Greenwich focused. Yeah, episode. it's a very, in, it's it's a very intricate and hard to tackle question because Greenwich is a pretty big town. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. With a lot of secrets. A, sm a small city. Yeah, little big lies, right? Big or little something. lies. Like, is that in Greenwich, Connecticut? It could yeah. be. She also did say she has licked it. Okay, great. So that's at least two people. So That's at least, at least two people. We're on more solid footing than we were a few seconds ago. Yeah. Um, in terms of mobile homes, yeah. I mean, my first reaction was a lot of people in Greenwich who would, like, pay, like, the Air Force to to lift their um their home out, like, regardless. You know, like... um. The, like a helicopter well oh yeah i mean for 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 a cheap mobile home but for you know like a, a really fancy mobile home like a, a mansion they're like this home is coming with me to texas and so they have you know like a air force one style plane like drop down and pick it up and fly it to its new location so i was thinking a lot mobile-ish homes mobile-ish homes that's what i'm saying too like a home that can be mobilized, not just like an actual mobile home, if you will, like an RV or a car, a home yeah. on wheels, a trailer. Um, I would say the, a the truck number bed with a tent in it. Oh yeah, I mean, I was thinking the the number of like actual RVs is probably in the dozens in Greenwich, but 
Uh, if yeah, that. for sure. But it's like not your home, you know? Right. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I'm you saying, ask a very can tough your... question. <laughs> I know. <laughs> can your home can you be move? mobilized? <laughs> can you move, but bring your house with you? Is where Are you, would you in a cartoon book be described as a turtle? Right. Drawn um, like that. My my initial instinct is to say like a hundred thousand out of a hundred thousand because I feel like any home, if given the proper resources, can be moved. Um, but I guess there's like it depends what homes you're like. No, the basement has to has to come with it, or you're like yeah, if it's a finished basement, that makes it different. Yep. Okay. So if we're doing like, can your whole entire house be moved, or can you not bring the basement with you? If you can't bring the basement with you. <laughs> How many how many homes in Greenwich have basements is what you're asking? Finished basements, Finished not basements. just basements. Right, right, Finished right. basements you can't leave because it's like how, another floor to your home. How many how many homes in Greenwich have a bathroom in their finished basement is the question you are <laughs> really getting at here. Um, you know, I'm still going to say like 50% of um, Greenwich homes, someone is like, I will dig this home out and I'm going to bring it with me because it has like the right iron work that I'm not going like to leave. It's like sentimental value. Yeah. Like I had this iron work done by a knight who showed up and he was, you know, a time traveler. Like that's how I felt when or I had the iron uh, work done. Or done by Sir Elton John, who's also a knight, but. Who's um, also a knight. Yeah. <laughs> this piano was it's played cute. by a knight, Sir Elton John. <laughs> Um, so it, do you think your home, your, your family home would be able to be mobilized? Yeah, absolutely. There's no basement? There's no basement. We pick it up. We go, well, we have a basement, but it's not finished. So we're allowed to uh, move okay. it. It's, it's, it's just a hole. <laughs> it's just like a hole. We, there's literally nothing there. Okay. It's just like you go down the stairs, blackness. All right. So anyway. I'm going to lock in 50. <laughs> 50,000 homes in Connecticut have basically what you're saying is unfinished basements. What do you say? I say, yeah, I'll lock in 50,000. Absolutely. Wow. I've never had this much agreement in uh, estimates before. We've had really? Some, some really, yeah, we tend to have ranges. Maybe I'm very agreeable. Well, because I just kind of like go with the flow, you know, and also I think it's fair to say 50,000, but can we say, and this is tricky, can we say 50,000, but even even like out of, even if like it's not a hundred thousand. So it's like the percentage is lower or higher. I feel like a lower percentage of people. So, yeah. Now I am changing my answer. Okay. I think it's like 30,000 to be okay, honest. Great. <laughs> That's, yeah. That, that is now a range. You actually brought that to my attention. I think it's 30 to 50,000. Okay. So we're locking it in. Today is a Greenwich themed episode. Um, how many Are we people... going to look up the answers? We yeah, can't. that's next episode. Well, <laughs> okay. Yeah, well, okay. I, as, you, as you can see, I do my best to look them up, but it's very hard to, you know, these are the questions the census isn't asking, which is why we're starting to ask those questions. Because it's important to know how many mobile-ish homes slash unfinished basements are in Greenwich, Connecticut, and how many Americans have licked salt lamps. Because if that is the cure for coronavirus, then we need to know and track down people like yourself. So, oh, thank you. The range just of people, one mind, you know. Yeah, yeah, one hive mind. Um, the people, <laughs> the people <laughs> of Greenwich, Connecticut, uh, who have licked a salt lamp or households who have a salt lamp, 
40 to 50,000 households have a salt lamp. A majority of those lamps have probably been licked. So we're saying about mm-hmm. 30,000 people in Greenwich, which is, we think, about a third of Greenwichians have yeah. licked a salt lamp. Greenwichites. Green- is, is that the, the term? More Greenwichians. Greenwichians. I really call okay. green- Greenwichite. Yeah. Green, green men. Green, group. green witches. Green. Yes. Witches. Okay, and then cool. in Greenwich, thirty to fifty thousand homes are mobile-ish, which basically means that they don't have a finished basement, but also sure. means that a helicopter, uh, you know, plane could rush in, airlift them out, and bring them to Texas or yeah. New York or whatever else the case may be. Precisely. So we're locking that in. Any last thoughts? I would just like to say that it's cool that you could airlift your house and you don't need a finished basement to be complete. That is cool. It's also something I imagine won't happen very much, but it is cool you know, that it can no, theoretically happen. It's cool that it can theoretically happen, you know? True. Very true. It's possible. All right, Millie. Well, guess what that is? what that's estimates that's the end of our episode oh my god that was so fun oh my gosh that's the name of the show yeah i love it that was so fun anything any uh anything you want to plug millie this is our uh plug section for all our fans is is there any uh, creative writing or are you gonna be performing anywhere during the coronavirus any uh live video conferences people can attend i know i was just gonna say i might go live on instagram but i don't know you should, yeah, you can just try bits no, on Instagram. I could try bits on Instagram. Um, I'm writing in my journal. So if you guys ever want to come to my house and find my journal and read it, then maybe you'll read some of my writing. <laughs> just kidding. Um, yeah, but I have nothing to plug at the moment. But um, thank you. Well, thank you, Millie. Remember to uh, like estimates on uh, Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your, your fine associations. And okay, that's cool. estimates. Okay. Oh my god, how'd it go? What did you think? What did you think?